Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. And welcome back specifically to episode 89. This is Angie starting off this chat today, and I'm so excited to be here. Like I am every single week. I know I say that all the time, but because I am. I'm excited. It's my life. It's Sydney's life. It's our life together in these podcast recordings. And I'm always so looking forward to really showing up and figuring out exactly what we're talking about today. Because today is one of those days where we're going to figure it out as we go. And it's so funny because a few days ago, or sorry, a few weeks ago, we decided to create the shift where we weren't going to be super intentional with how We're going to be chatting about things. It's more about what we're going to be chatting about in the midst of it all. So without further ado, let's go ahead and see how Sid's doing. And we're just going to go with the flow today. So Sid, how are you doing, girlfriend? Hello, I'm doing well. I was going to say when you when you said I'm excited to be here every week, I was going to pop in and be like, yeah, that's because you get to talk to me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe I should be a little bit more humble, I guess. <laughs> but um, I want to start this conversation off because, as you said, and we're going to go with the flow. We're just going to check in chit chat about whatever anything that we're experiencing, moving through. And the first thing that pops into my mind was making me chuckle right as you press record there, because immediately Ange and I were laughing because we're starting, you know, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes after we said we were going to start. And, and you, what did you say? You were like, come on, Sid, like, stop wasting time or whatever you said, but really it's because Ange is a manifesting generator, which means that they're always doing a bunch of other things at the same time. And so this is a note to all of my friends listening who have friends that are manifesting generators. Just let them do their thing. Don't expect them to be anywhere on time. Don't expect them to only have one thing that they're focused on. Allow them to do all the different things because you you can't change them. So might as well just watch it happen and <laughs> get some enjoyment out of it. I love that. But it's also kind of just accepting all of my flaws in a sense, like wholeheartedly, right? You're not being critical. You're not being judgmental of how I show up. You're just accepting that this is, is me in the space, but also we were kind of fooling around a a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I think (laughs) beforehand, but yeah, I think it ultimately, 
not even just accepting your flaws, but just accepting who you are as a person, because like you had been so into everything, like that sparks joy within you. And it lights you up when you've got a mm-hmm. bunch of things on the go and you've got things that you're doing that make you happy. So if I were to sit here and get frustrated because of that, then basically I'd be getting frustrated at you creating joy for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's how that's, that's when you're enjoying life, when you're dipping your toes into everything that, right. And you're, you're not just, if you're focused on one thing, you get bored easily. Um, and then you're not lit up. So I think it's like what I've learned from human design and, and really any tool that I've used in my spiritual development is understanding yourself and how you behave naturally, like, uh, and you're in who you are. Um, just finding grace in that and finding joy in that. Um, so because I do that for myself, then I would be a hypocrite if I didn't do that for the other people in my life. Right. So like, I don't know everyone's human design in my life, but I try to see some of their flaws in a sense as like, how does this make that person who they are? And how can that, how does that make that flaw then great? And it's also like, how can I accept that flaw? How can I accept yes. that flaw rather than being critical of it? Because I think that's a huge, a huge thing that I've had to learn about liking versus loving. Because I love you, Sid. You're my BFF. Like, I love you wholeheartedly. There is no conditions in love. However, liking is completely conditional. We don't have to like something if it doesn't vibe with us, or we don't have to we don't have to have that person around us if we don't like them. However, if we love somebody, we can't choose what parts we love about that specific person. We have to learn how to love all of that person that much more because those flaws make them who they are. It's not that it makes them lesser than, and it's less for you to love. It's just, how can you learn to love more of that person? Yeah. And And I think the beauty in that learning to love somebody else's flaws, it also teaches you the beauty in learning to love your own flaws, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if I love this person, despite the the fact that they do something that maybe would normally frustrate me or irritate me, how do I have flaws that frustrate me and irritate me? And how can I find a way to love them and accept them as part of who I am? 100%. Agreed wholeheartedly. (laughs) Very, very interesting. I always have to bring human design back into the conversation because I just love it so much. Well, I think it's so important because it's something, it's, it's a tool as in something. It's a tool that you use to help you or to guide you to get back into or to stay into alignment. Remember alignment, it's all Mm -hmm. about our thoughts, our feelings and our actions. And if we ever fall off track, well, human design is one of those tools to help us recenter, rebalance, refocus So that way we can live in alignment so that way we can learn to accept what is not really vibing with us. So that way we can change how we're looking at that in order for it to then bring us back to alignment. Well, and I think like, I know for myself and I know I've had conversations with other friends, I think a lot of us in life, especially those of us who are finding ourselves in this personal development world, this spiritual journey, we want to know who we are. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes we feel lost. Like we feel like a lost soul and we want to try and figure out who we are. We want to have a strong sense of self. We want to know like 
who we are. I know I keep repeating the same thing, but that's what it comes down to. And human design, as you're saying, is a tool to get us back into alignment because it teaches us who you innately are. And when you can learn your natural way of behaving, you can then support yourself through that. That's basically learning who you are. <laughs> it's like, yes. Like, it's like what I always say about emotions. Like when you pay attention to your emotions, when you see what angers you, what frustrates you, you are learning part of yourself. And you can then say, do I want to change these emotions? That's a lot harder. Or do I want to remove this thing from my life? That's easier. It's, it, it can feel harder, but it's a lot easier than changing who you are, right? So it's like using human design, using astrology, using your emotions, all of these things are great ways to just learn. And I think that's something that I'm, the reason why I love talking about it is because it's something that I'm constantly moving through is learning about myself. And at, at points I get to this, stage where I feel like I know everything about myself and I'm like, yay, now I can like coast. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, here's some more. So I'm definitely moving through more lessons and more learning about myself every single day. And sometimes I'm like tapping my wrist as if I wear a watch and I'm like, okay, like, am I done this yet? Because it's hard. It's hard learning about yourself. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's so funny that you're saying learning about yourself. And I think to kind of bring it one step further, it's learning to accept all of Mm. us, like learning Mm -hmm. to accept all parts of you, because I think that's a big component of why we don't love ourselves fully. Is that because we always see something wrong with us. We always think like, oh, I wish I was more like that person, or I wish I had those similar traits as silly Sally or Billy Joe, like whatever, whatever it is, but it's, it's learning to understand who you are, but also learning to accept who you are, because yeah. why, why do you need to change things? If, if, if you've been doing things for so long, right? Like it's just a way that you have learned to live your life. Sure. You can recondition yourself and learn a different habit or a different supportive behavior, but ultimately if it makes you feel good, why change it? So that way you can accommodate to the other people. Cause then that would just mean you're rolling back into the whole people pleaser side of things. And that's what we're trying to not do. We're trying to learn how to live in alignment based off of what feels good. So yeah, we're learning about ourselves, but we're also learning to accept all parts of ourselves, all the good, all the bad, all the things in between. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because I was journaling this morning and I was moving through like this thought process and what you say about acceptance. I, I recently kind of have seen acceptance in a new light. And I think we talk a lot about awareness and we say how important it is to be aware, which is what you're saying. The understanding who you are step is you're becoming aware of how you move through life. And then if you want to move forward, you have to be willing to accept it. Right. And so, like you're saying, even if you don't want to change it, because sometimes it's a lot harder to change it, you have to accept it. You have to find love for yourself in that. And I think even if you do want to change it, you still have to learn to accept it. Right. Because mm-hmm. I know from my own experience, I've had thoughts in my past, and I've talked about this before, um, where I've leaned into toxic positivity in my past. And I can still find myself falling into that space. And what my trigger is, is I 
we kind of talked about this, I think a couple of weeks ago, but I try to ignore or avoid my thoughts if I think that they're negative and I don't want to carry them. So I'm aware that I'm having a negative thought, but I'm not accepting it. I'm avoiding it and I'm ignoring it. And I'm trying to get to something that's more positive, but in that acceptance, we find love for something, even if we don't like it, even if we don't love that, that is part like, yeah, even if we don't like it, you can still love it hold love for it. You can still accept it. And then that allows you to move forward and saying, how can I change it if I want to change it? Right. I think in the ignoring and the avoiding, what I was doing is I was just like pushing it down. Um, and then you're still holding on to it. Whereas when you accept it, you're admitting to it and you're not, you're, you're taking its power away when I ignore and avoid, like I'm giving those thoughts power without realizing it. A hundred percent. And you know what, this is, this is so funny. Cause this is something that I've, I've realized for myself. Like I, I talked about this at the start of the episode where I said, loving versus liking loving is unconditional. Whereas liking is conditional, right? There's conditions to things that we like in our life. Either it goes with good with our taste buds or it doesn't go with our vibes, like whatever it is. But I think the biggest like aha moment I've just made with liking is that when you ignore something or avoid something, it's because you don't like it. Okay. Right. That makes sense. But if you accept everything, that means you love it. So if we're not accepting all parts of us, who we are, that means we don't love ourselves or we're not able to love ourselves fully. We only like ourselves conditionally. So if we're putting these conditions based off of how we show up every single day in our life, well, then we're, we're stuck wondering like why we just can't ever get it. We have those negative self-talks. It's because we're not learning to accept all parts of us. And that means as soon as we start accepting, we start loving And if we're ignoring or avoiding, that means we only like ourselves. Everything's under certain conditions. And I don't know about you said, but I want to love me. I don't want to like me. I want to love me. (laughs) I think that that's such a beautiful way to see it. And I think that that really explains the idea of unconditional love, right? We desire it so much from somebody else but it's actually really easy for other people to have some sort of condition in, in their love for you. Like, I think love can be conditional, but I agree with you. I don't think liking can be unconditional, right? You can't unconditionally like something because in that case you are loving it. Right. I think the, the liking is where judgment comes in. Right. Mm. I don't like that. So like you don't like it for some reason or another, which usually is bringing judgment into it. Right. Which like judgment doesn't always have to be bad, but judgment is judgment typically comes from a fear based space. Like, why are you judging that thing? Is it because you think it's better than you and you want to be better than it? So you're trying Mm -hmm. to make it lower than you. Right. We're loving something unconditionally sets you free from the limitations of judgment, right? So even if you judge part of yourself, like you catch yourself saying, oh, I have this trait and I don't like it, you're judging yourself. And in that moment, when you hear that judgment, it's a great reminder to then say, how can I bring love to this judgment? How can I accept this part of me, even if I don't like it? I love it. (laughs) I love love. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's bring on the love. <laughs> okay, so good. So Sid, I just want to like switch gears here because I want to do a little bit of a check-in with you because we haven't done this intentionally. Couple in weeks. The, yeah, in the past couple of weeks. So I just want to chat with you to see how you're doing based off of the things that you were trying to implement into your life. It was more about meditating throughout the middle of the day. Um, there was a couple other things you wanted to add. I'm just like quickly looking through my notes to see if there's just maybe something that's come up in the past couple of weeks on how you've been showing up for yourself and see mm-hmm. if you love all of it, if you like some of it. Yeah. <laughs> or of course think- there's, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I've been doing really well with the meditating. I'm really proud of myself um, because I'm finding how much it's helpful for me. Um, And so I really am prioritizing it. It's really interesting because I'd say in the last month, I've become more aware than I ever have before. And I think our awareness really moves through stages Um, even though you say like, once you're aware, you're aware, but like we're human, we easily fall back into that forgetfulness. We like, we, we have an ego mind as much as we are a spirit. So like you have to find a way to create harmony between the two. Um, and so I've been finding this last month, I'm like more aware of how I'm moving through each situation and how my thoughts are guiding me on a moment to moment basis. And I really attribute that to my meditating because meditation is such a beautiful practice of slowing down enough to listen to your mind and slowing your body down um, to like hear your body. You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path. But you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. Yeah, I've been actually really proud of myself in leaning into my meditation practice. It's been bringing a lot more calmness and peace into my mind. And it's really allowing me to stay grounded as I move through each moment in life because I've been experiencing some ups and downs. It's actually interesting because I tend to cry a lot. And this last month, I don't, I think I've only cried once. And I, before I cried, I know you're joking. No, I'm not at all. And before it it happened, I had a conversation with a friend and I had the realization. I was like, I don't remember the last time I cried. And I really don't like, I, so anyways, so it's, I've been having a great month. I've been creating a lot more peace for myself. And with that, I've also been going really deep. So even though I've had a great month in seeing how my awareness is growing and seeing how I'm becoming more intentional with my spiritual practice. And I'm really prioritizing getting grounded and staying connected to my spirit on a moment to moment basis. I'm really starting to recognize my shadow more. I'm really starting to dig in deep to my fears and how they try to guide me through life. And I'm really starting to pay attention to the worries that pop up in my mind when I create stillness 
and I'm trying to avoid those thoughts. So like I was saying earlier, I become a lot more aware on the, on the thoughts, the repetitive thoughts that I've been ignoring and avoiding, and I'm trying to shed more light onto them so I can Mm. understand them better. And I can allow them to guide me to a space where I feel stronger. And, um, I'm, I'm, not moving into that fear-based state as often. Like my awareness is so much stronger that I'm catching myself quicker. So there's still more work. And I can really tell that this next month, I'm going to be diving into this shadow work even more and really uncovering the key triggers and the key points. So I can strengthen um, my ability to stay grounded and to stay centered. For sure. And I have a question on that. So you were saying I can't remember exactly your wording, but when you were saying you were trying to shine light on those previous thoughts that you were previously dismissing or ignoring, like you're really digging into the fears. I would love to hear how you break this down specifically for our listeners, because I know shadow work is a, is a very difficult, heavy thing for us to do. So I'm wondering if there is something that really works for you that you think would also work for our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, if anyone is listening and they want to learn more about shadow work, I actually have a free mini book um, that's called The Four Steps to Shadow Work. So I would highly suggest you to check that out. If you head over to my Instagram account, which is linked in the description of this episode, uh, you can go to my uh, the link in my profile on my Instagram at Adventuring with Poseidon, and you can see there uh, where to and how to get the free mini book. Basically, like you're saying, shadow work is really hard because it it can easily pull you back into those feelings that those thoughts create or that past pain that you've experienced. Shadow work is anything where you are holding on to heavy emotions, um, uh, challenging memories, fears, worries, doubts. It's anything that is dark that you don't want to let guide you through life. And so how I move through it, to be honest, I'm still figuring that out. I'm still in the learning phase of how I can guide myself through this kind of shadow work. Um, because over the last four years, I've been focusing more on how to create harmony in my life in the present. Mm. And I've really, um, built that practice so I can experience harmony now. And so in this space, I feel more confident to go in and do the deep shadow work, but basically I'm just doing a lot of journaling. I'm I'm not judging what comes out. I'm just allowing the words to flow through me. I think I've learned in my journaling practice, I'm really good at knowing what questions to ask myself so I can then journal, which I've learned that a lot of people struggle with. Um, You know, I've had several of my past clients say like, I never journaled before working with you because I never knew what to write, but I always provide my clients prompts so they know what to focus their writing on. Um, So that's helped me in, in moving through my shadow work. I'd say journaling. And meditating because it allows me to remember that my thoughts do not define me. And even if I am creating a story in my head, it is not always reality. So meditation brings me back to that space of feeling good. I love that. And you know what I think the biggest piece is for our listeners to to really be mindful of is that don't start your personal development journey with shadow work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> because not. yeah, because it, it it's heavy. It's it's very difficult for us to 
put ourselves into a negative quote unquote headspace intentionally, and then to just find joy after the fact, right? So if we don't know how to create harmony in our life, if we don't know how to create joy into our life, there is zero, we have zero business to jump into the heavy stuff that's been limiting us for so long because we don't even know how to find the good stuff yet. So it's again, a part of the journey. It's part of the process. It's there's like little things that we need to do at certain chunk or certain times of our journey. And I'm a firm believer that the first two years of anybody's personal development journey is to really focus on how to be becoming more present, how to be increasing your happiness on a day-to-day basis. And then that's when you can start looking into the heavier components rather than jumping right into it. So if our listeners are listening to this episode, and they haven't listened to any of our previous episodes. Well, I would highly, again, recommend not to start off <laughs> with shadow work, just for that sole reason is that's going to be a lot harder for you to jump out to it. Or if you did start with the shadow work, make sure you have somebody with you that's there to guide you and support you through those difficult, hard, heavy moments, because that is, I I believe something very difficult to do on our own, especially if we don't have that good sense of self, especially if we don't have that good support system. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs, yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day, and the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. And even if we don't see ourselves as that support system, that's another big proponent of it too. It's 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 a very important thing to really understand who we are before we jump and dive into those things that we're trying to change or trying to correct or trying to shed light on, right? Like we just need to learn how to be more present in the moment. That's the first step of anybody's personal development journey. And then from there, that's when it can branch out into all these different terminologies or things that we're experiencing along the way. So yeah, thanks for breaking that down, Sid. And and I, I hope that that kind of made sense, me reiterating the shadow work. Yeah. I really like how you explained that and how you did break it down. Cause I think that's really important to remember for everyone. I think usually when we find ourselves on our personal development journey or this, this spiritual growth, wherever we are, whether we had a breakdown that led us through, led us here or a breakthrough or whatever, something happened that led you to say, like, I want, I believe that I can live a life that's better than this. I believe I can be a better person, whatever. And it truly, we have to start with the joy. We have to start with the goodness. That's why we always hear so much about gratitude uh, because if you don't know how to create joy for yourself right now, then the shadow work can feel so heavy and it can lead you back into that past pain and you don't know how to pull yourself out of it. And so I'm really glad that you explained that because that's, that's honestly why I haven't cried barely at all this past month where I normally cry probably once a week yeah. uh, because 
I know what creates joy for me and I know how I can bring myself back to peace. So while I'm doing this challenging work, I'm not feeling weighted down all the time. I'm still enjoying life. I love it. And you know, what's funny. It kind of brought me back into the space of where one of my clients is right now, because we're slowly starting to get into the shadow work of things like really understanding our deep, heavy emotions and trying to really understand us a little bit more. So, and it's, it's kind of funny that you were the way that you were just explaining that, because as soon as we started to go into that space, the only way I felt comfortable going into it is knowing that I could, in a sense, trust her to be okay in her good moments. Right. Cause it's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing for us to do right off the bat, like I just said. But again, if you have somebody to guide there and, and move you through it, you can quickly touch base on certain aspects of it all and then take a step back to then repractice the whole gratitude um, side of things. And, you know, what's kind of even more funny is that I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, or I was well, going I... With, with, my, with my client. There was something in particular that you said that just stood out for me and I just, I completely lost it. So I apologize about that, but <laughs> that that's all right. But I think what I'm getting from, from where you're taking this is it's like your mind can lead you in either direction. And so when you get stuck in that space of doing the difficult work and learning your fears and learning your doubts, it's so easy for your mind to hop onto that train track and be like, okay, this is the direction we're going. So having a way and feeling confident enough to pull yourself out and remind yourself, no, it is about focusing on the good. Because as much as I want to learn my shadow, I'm learning it not so it can control me. I'm learning it so I understand when it will pop up so I can more easily guide myself back to that good train. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then like what to do when those moments pop up, right? Like how can we support ourselves? And I'm glad that you jumped in there because I remembered my my train of thought. So good. Okay. Train. Yeah. (laughs) The train. No, it's it's funny (laughs) because it literally is. It's all about us focusing because what my client was really struggling with was that everything used to be so goal oriented. I need to work to get Mm. up to this point. And then as soon as you get there, it's like, okay, then what? And it's, it's constantly like chasing this destination. You're constantly going from here to there, here to there, here to there. But what we're trying to do in our time together is learn that nothing in our life is about reaching a specific goal, reaching a specific destination. It's about a journey. It's like a train. Like you said, the train doesn't stop. It goes from one end and then back and then back and then back. It's constantly going and going. Sure, there's destinations along the way, but it's a different way that we can look at goal setting altogether is that when we're on our personal growth journey, it's, it's a journey. It's not a personal growth destination, right? Like it's, it's a constant evolvement, constant movement. So for those of us that are listening and that are struggling with goal setting, it's like, okay, well, this is what I'm working on here now. Well, this is what I'm working on here now. This is a perfect opportunity for you to relook at how goal setting looks like for you in your life is that right now the goal is for you to find happiness. The goal is for you to find harmony in your every single day life. When you start to feel good or bored, or you feel like you quote unquote got it, then you can start moving into the next part of your journey, which is another little mini destination that we're going to, which again is the shadow work. So it's just to show that there's in the personal growth journey, it's not that we're trying to get to a certain destination, like that's it, that's all, wash your hands, like, you know, and then move on with something else in your life. It's to show that 
there's different components of the personal growth journey. And it's to understand when we need to tap into that based off of what we've done previously in the past. So again, if, if that's somebody, if this is, uh, sorry, if this is resonating for somebody that is very goal oriented, we'll try to break it down into learning more about the journey. Because if you're still focused on the goals, I need to get to here, I need to do this, I need to do that. And then I will be, and then, or, and right. It's, it's putting conditions based off of where you're at or where you're going in your life. And remember, we're trying to remove those conditions. We're trying to bring the, yeah, bring the acceptance, bring the unconditional love back into our life. That is where the journey differentiates from the destination itself, right? I think ultimately what you're saying is about creating a lifestyle versus, like you said, the end result, Ah, right? And and in order to create a lifestyle, there's going to be parts of our life that we don't necessarily like. But like we were saying earlier, how can you accept those parts and create that space for love and then bring yourself back to focusing on the parts that you do enjoy? So I love that this all ties together so beautifully. And I would love to jump into a card reading now. What do you think, Ange? Yeah, totally. And you know what? I'm going to leave this here. So that way this can also be intentional for our, um, our episode, next episode, episode 90. Oh my gosh. That means we're 10 away from the triple digits. Blows my mind. Crazy. Um, Crazy. But we, we talked about a, an update with you, a life update on you. I think we can start off our conversation next week with then more of an update on me. And then we can spend yep. a little bit more time on that. Um, kind of like we did today with you. So totally, yeah. totally. I think that that sounds perfect. Switching back and forth, you know, we always have so many things to say. So sometimes, sometimes we just got to go with the flow, which is what you said this conversation was going to be about. So I love that intentionality of this is where I'm at right now, what I'm focusing on. And we all get to stay tuned to hear what Ange is going through right now on next week's episode. Yes, yes. So So good. Um, So I just started shuffling immediately and uh, two cards fell onto the ground. So those are our cards. (laughs) I love it. Um, So the first one, of course, is heart guardian, love and let yourself be loved. So it's reminding yourself to carry love in all that you do and carry love for all those around you. We don't need to sit here and judge others Everyone is allowed to live their life in the best way for them. We might agree or disagree, but we don't get to choose. It's their life. All we get to choose is how we're showing up in our own lives. And why not show up with love? So Heart Guardian is saying, where have you been blocking or resisting the love that is being tr- is that is trying to flow into your life? Where are you blocking yourself from giving yourself love or receiving love from others? So love and let yourself be loved. The second card is spring. See your seeds grow. I love this because we're like, we're in the fall season now. So it's interesting that this card comes up, but I think what it's really reminding us is to hold on to that space of trust. And saying your seeds are growing. So your dreams and your desires, the goals that you've been working towards, the lifestyle that you are 
creating, the projects that um, you've been thinking about or you've been working on behind the scenes, everything is growing in this time right now. So rather than forcing and trying to push things, now is a great time to lean into trust and to see everything growing around you, to bring your mindset rather on where do I want to go in the future, bring it back to where am I right now and how have I grown from where I was in the past? Reminding yourself of that gratitude, that evolution, it gives you that space to hold trust and faith in yourself as you continue to grow moving forward. Dang, talk about perfect cards, eh? (laughs) Can you show me the second card? Sorry, I just wanted to, to see it. Oh, and there's a little rabbit on the front. Yeah. So rabbit is all about fertility and creativity and saying that like the projects that you're working on right now are really fertile. Like you're, you're birthing something into existence, whether it be a human or a project or an idea. Wow. Which is like so crazy because hearing these cards, they definitely resonated with me based off of where I'm at personally in my life. So I'm really excited to now touch base off, um, from this conversation for a next week based off of where I'm at in my life. So yeah, thanks for pulling those cards. They were so beautiful. Definitely resonated with me. I hope they're resonating with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. I agree with you. I think they really resonate with me and what I'm going through right now as well. So just that, that beautiful, uh, piece of support, and guidance as we move through life. So I'm excited to catch up with you next week, Ange. I hope everyone has a little bit more insight into what I'm going through right now. If you guys have any questions about my experience or what I'm moving through, then don't hesitate to reach out to us or me on my on my uh, business account at, at Adventuring with Poseidon. You can find our social at ccc underscore podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. We want to know what's going on with you as well. So send us a message, leave us a comment on one of our posts, send us an email, whatever. We want to connect with you guys. We want to hear what's going on in your life. That's all that we have for you this week. So we can't wait to chat at you guys next week. And until then, we are sending you so much love, light, strength, and the reminder to see the blessings that surround you. I love it. Thank you so, so much to all of our listeners. And we'll see you guys or chat with you guys next week. Bye, Bye everyone.